0: Today, I would like to uh, speak on the topic of witness and response to the Logos. I know that sounds kind of long and um, maybe complex, but uh, you will understand what I mean when I get into the message. 오늘 주제는 Logos에 대한 증언과 반응. 증언과 반응. 그리고 성경구절은 요한복음 1장 6절부터 13절을 함께 읽겠습니다. 우리가 먼저 한국어를 읽고 그 다음에 영어로 읽겠습니다. 함께 읽겠습니다. 하나님께로부터 보내심을 받은 사람이 있으니 그의 이름은 요한이라. 그가 증언하러 왔으니 곧 빛에 대하여 증언하고 모든 사람이 자기로 말미암아 믿게 하려 함이라. 그는 이 빛이 아니요 이 빛에 대하여 증언하러 온 자라 참빛곧 세상에 와서 각 사람에게 비추는 빛이 있었나니 그가 세상에 계셨으며 세상은 그로 말미암아 지은 바 되었으되 세상이 그를 알지 못하였고 자기 땅에 오매 자기 백성이 영접하지 아니하였으나 영접하는 자곧그 이름을 믿는 자들에게는 하나님의 자녀가 되는 권세를 주셨으니 Amen. Now let us read this in English. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning the light, so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. Of God, Amen. So this text is a portion of the prologue that we are studying in the Gospel of John. 우리가 지금 요한복음을 함께 공부하고 있는데, 특별히 서언 부분이잖아요. 그 서언 부분에서 지금 이제 우리가 6절부터 uh, 13절을 다루게 됩니다. 근데 바로 그 전에는 어떤 하면 제가 좀 브리핑을 uh, I just want to summarize briefly the context uh, in which this text is located. And we have studied up to now verses 1 to 5. And the whole theme was about logos. That the logos was divine, the logos pre existed, the logos was there with God. Logos himself was God. He's the second person of the Trinity. And I've developed that talk uh, through uh, about three messages. And this Logos was involved in creation. It It was through Logos that the universe came into creation. As a matter of fact, in Logos is life, and in Logos is light. Life and light. This is not just the um, spiritual analogy about spiritual essence of things, but it is also the physical things. See all that is of light or life source out there? You'll find that the primary source is that of the Logos, Jesus Christ. He's the creator. And then in verse, um, when we get to verse 14, which is next Sunday, I will talk about the logos becoming flesh and making his dwelling with us his incarnation the logos actually became a human being and why did he become a human being 왜 하나님이 말씀이 육신이 되셨을까요 이 세상에 왜 오셨을까요 궁극적으로는 우리의 구원을 위해서 그렇죠 우리를 구원하시려면 그분이 십자가에 못 박혀 죽으셔야 되는데, 십자가에 못 박혀 죽으시기 위해서는 먼저 인간으로 오셔야 되는 거야. He cannot suddenly just appear out of the blue, drop from the sky, and just hang on the cross. It's, it'll be superficial. It'll be unreal. It'll not be genuine. It may be symbolic, but it's not genuine and authentic. Only way God can be authentic to us is by actually coming down to our level. Be birthed as a little child. And then grow up, and then when it's time, he would go through his life process and face persecution and die on the cross for us. Okay, so we have studied all of this. Now, in this section, Apostle John is talking about the witness to this Logos. 이 logos, 말씀에 대한 증언을 이제 강조하는 이 텍스트입니다. And along with that, along with the witness, along with the testimony, that this Jesus is the one who became human being just like us, and He's the one who died for us. He's the one who came to save us. John is also asking us, For our response. What are you going to do about it? What's your verdict in the light of this testimony? That Jesus came into this world to die for us. So we're going to take this uh, text systematically and uh, I'm going to try to analyze it for you. And I, it's going to be very simple. I'm just going to talk about witness on one end, and I'm going to talk about response, and I'm going to divide the response into a negative response and a positive response. And I'm going to try to wrap up the whole message. First of all, let's look at verses 6 to 8. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. Now, let's not get this John confused with the author of the gospel, Apostle John. This is not the Apostle John. We will see right after next Sunday and the Sunday after that, I will proclaim a message that has to do with the figure of this John. And this John, who do you think this was? John the Baptist. Yes, he was one of the prophets in the lineage of the Old Testament prophets. But even at Jesus' time, he was the last of the prophets. So he would not be considered a New Testament prophet. He would be considered an Old Testament prophet. Okay. So there was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light. And who, who is that light? He's talking about Jesus. So that through him all might believe. Believe in whom? In Jesus, the light. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. Now, we all believe that the gospel is about the message of Jesus Christ, the revelation of Jesus Christ. That's the essence of the gospel. But message has to be carried by some agency. And all throughout the Bible we see the message of God or the revelation of God or word of the Lord being carried by human agents. 하나님 말씀이 있습니다. 하나님의 메시지가 있습니다. 하나님의 계시가 있어요. 근데 그 계시의 말씀은 사람이라는 대리인을 통해서 전달이 되어야 되지 그냥 하늘에서 떨어지질 않는다. But you might say, but we have the word, the Bible, didn't it drop from heaven? No, no, no. If you understand how the Bible was formed, you'll realize that even the Bible was written down by human beings who were inspired by the Spirit of God, but they went through all the process. It was the venue or the means of human agency by which the revelation of God is given to us. And this agency can be understood in terms of two Greek terms. Two concepts you need to understand. The concept of apostolos. Could you repeat after me? Apostolos. Apostolos. Now, how, what does that sound like? You kind of make an apostle, right? And what does that mean? Do you know what an apostle means? Very simply, the apostle means sent one. That's all it is. Sent one or commissioned one. Somebody who was authorized and delegated by God to do something on his behalf. 보내심을 받은 자, 사명자, 이런 뜻입니다. It says here, there was a man sent from God whose name was John. John the Baptist. John the prophet. He was an apostolus of God. And we see that in the New Testament, there is a continuous emphasis on the apostolous type of people. And that is the New Testament apostles, because they are sent by Jesus Christ. Even Jesus himself said, I am sent by the Father. So he's an apostolous as well. And then later he says the Father is going to send the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit is apostolous as well. So Jesus is apostolos, Holy Spirit is apostolos, His disciples were apostolos, and the church is apostolos. What does this mean? This means that in order for God to do His work, in order for God to carry out His messages, He has to use us as His agents, as His instruments. We are his apostles. Each one of us. Do you feel like you have a call and a commission of the Lord upon your life when you go out into the world? 이 세상에 나갈 때 여러분 혹시 아난 사명이 있어. 하나님이 나를 보내시는 거야. 우리가 이제 예배를 마치고 세상으로 나갈 때는 나는 그냥 나가는 거 아니야. How many of you live your life like that? Okay. Well, just a few are kind of timid about this, not sure. I'm sure Jamie and Mijin, Jin, because they're missionaries, this has to be a very strong notion, right? Every time you go into North Korea or, you know, into in China, you feel like I have a mission. For a season in time, God is delegating us and authorizing us to do something here. When we went to Indonesia this time around, man, it was like a mission. And I was kind of really goal-oriented this time because finally I get to see the Dani tribe in Papua. You know? And they, they have this tradition of welcoming everyone. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> so that's how we were. Could you all stand up, please? And we're going to do a little tribal welcome dance. You know, anytime you're welcoming newcomers, you're saying, wah, 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 That's That's how they greet one. Wah, 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 wah. Come on, greet me. Wow wow wah, 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 wah. Yeah, I'm going into this tribal land. Of course, most of them are evangelized. Yes. But, uh, you know, I was so excited. And I became very conscious of what the missionaries um, long ago had to go through in order to reach out to them. Next year, we already decided we're going to the final island region. I've been to four major regions. We're going to go to the final region, which is Kalimantan. That place is known for headhunters. Headhunters. Savages. Even nowadays, they have tribal war. And sometimes if they get really angry at one another, they can, you know, cut off each other's heads. And sometimes they will pluck out their hearts and eat them to show them that I'm going to eat you up. Well, I'm very excited about it. It's not, so don't worry about it. We're not, we're not going to lose our lives there. But uh, I'm just excited. You know, I'm going, wow, you know, we have regions like that and we have uh, people groups like that still. We need to reach out to them. And so you don't go to these mission fields without, you know, just to be a tourist and see what, what good food or what good you know, cultural dance we can witness. No, you go there to be used by God as an agent of God. And how are we to be used by God? This is where the second term comes in. We are going to be used, we're going to be sent, we're going to be delegated. But how are we going to be used? We are going to be used, according to this text, as Martus. Could you repeat after me, martus. martus? Martus. means witness. We're going to be used as people who are going to witness Jesus Christ. 그분의 증인이 되는 것입니다. means witnessing. This is the dynamic. This is, this is what we do. When we were in Indonesia, basically, I was trying to be a witness of the Lord Jesus Christ to these people. I was even being a witness to Jesus, to the people who already knew Jesus. Because if I know Jesus a little more deeper and more intimately, then I should let His light shine to these people even more. And they were asking for that. They were saying, teach us more, give us more, shed more light on us. And that's all. I was doing. This text is very important because it speaks volumes to all of us, not just uh, servants of God and missionaries, but also to um, every Christian. Let's read this text once again. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light. So A witness is someone who points to something else, never to oneself. And John is very clear to accentuate the fact that John the Baptist, the prophet, he himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. So if you're going to be a good witness, then your focus will be upon the light, the Lord Jesus Christ, and you simply become an instrument or channel through which God will let the glory of Jesus shine. But if the attention is directed towards you, they are more fascinated about you as the instrument, then we defeat the purpose, do we not? And that's what someone like me as a minister of the gospel has to do. If I'm preaching the message and your focus is upon me, oh, I like like the way this guy preaches. I like his style. Oh, I like his usage of Greek and Hebrew. (laughs) And if you're simply impressed by that, then I have failed in my job. But if I am using all of these means to get to that point, to point out Jesus Christ and you become excited about Jesus, Mm -hmm. you get on fire for Jesus and you want to bring more light of glory to Jesus, then perhaps I am being properly used by God. Mm -hmm. Not just me, you too. You and I, we must be witnesses of the Lord Jesus Christ. We are commissioned to do that. If we don't have any other commissions, and you don't know what your specific commission is. Don't worry about it. Just go out and be the witness of the Lord Jesus Christ in whatever, whatever way you can. 여러분 예수님의 증인이 된다는 것은 그렇게 복잡한 그런 프로세스가 아닙니다. 간단해요. 그냥 여러분의 삶을 통해서, 여러분의 그 말로 통해서, 여러분의 얼굴 표정을 통해서, 네. 여러분의 관계를 통해서. Just remember that you are a witness though. And you're pointing to Jesus each time. This is the important thing. As a matter of fact, the Bible is filled with this concept of witness. And we're going to be studying this gradually. But let me give you a whole list of different types of witnesses that we see in the Gospel of John. The witness of the Scripture. The Scripture points to the coming Messiah, Jesus Christ. Witness of the Father. Jesus himself felt convicted because the Father is witnessing to me, he says. Witness of the Holy Spirit, very important, because you have to have this inner conviction that only the Holy Spirit can give, that Jesus is the Messiah. And Jesus, he says he himself is the witness, his incarnation. The fact that he came to this world and says, look at me, here, I am the witness to myself, believe me. And then there's the witness of Jesus' works. 예수님의 사회, 예수님의 기적과 이적. 놀라운 모든 일들을 통해서 아, 예수님. You see, all throughout the Gospels we see all these miraculous uh, events happening. And they are set in such a way that they all are pointing to Jesus Christ. There are signs pointing to Jesus. They are never signs unto themselves you see the problems that we have sometimes with prosperity gospel and sometimes signs and wonders type of ministry i am very familiar with that because i have studied a lot and researched a lot in that area because i am i am not uh, denying the importance of prosperity because we need money we need riches we need resources and i am not denying The possibility and actual manifestations of healings and and demons being exercised and and great nature miracles happening, I believe in all that. But I do find a major problem when the focus becomes prosperity, dollar sign, one, rupee, that becomes the focus, then something is wrong. Where's Jesus in this? You come to church, you worship Jesus, you say, "But Jesus simply means to your wealth. Believe you in Jesus and you get wealthy. That's wrong. It's the wrong way of thinking. Same thing with signs and wonders. Everybody gets into signs and wonders. Their focus is on signs and wonders. No, signs and wonders simply should point to Jesus, but are we getting better in our relationship with Jesus because of signs and wonders? No. Signs and verses, wonders removes us from our affection to Jesus Christ. Sometimes we get all into like, oh, uh, that supernatural experience. Or, oh, yeah, the spiritual gifts. Oh, I had this out-of-body experience. We get into those talks. Where's Jesus in this talk? Nowhere. So remember, we must channel everything. Everything has to point to Jesus and witness to Jesus. We continue on with the witness of the prophet John the Baptist. And this is the very context. This is the very text that we're talking about right now. And the witness of the disciples of Jesus, the apostles. They were also witnesses. And John himself, the, the author, he says, I am also a witness. And then he gives the witnesses of the individuals who actually encounter Jesus. Like the Samaritan woman, the man who was healed of his blindness, And the people who witnessed all these miracles, they are all witnesses. So the entire Gospel of John is about witnesses, all pointing to Jesus, which is the Gospel, who is the Logos, who created the world. In Him is life and light. He became flesh and dwelt among us. And He did that, so that he can go to the cross for us. It's all about Jesus. It's all about Jesus. Now, so there is a witness of Jesus, testimony about Jesus. Does the gospel end with that? Oh, this is what Jesus did. This is how he lived. How he walked through life. This is what he did on the cross. 그것으로 끝일까요? 예수님이 하셨던 일을 증언하고 그것으로 끝? 아닙니다. 복음서는 항상 거기에 대한 decision을 요구해요. 거기에 대한 우리의 반응을 요구한다는 것입니다. And so right here in the prelude, Apostle John, the author, wants to clearly show us this contrasting ways of operation when it has to do with witness of Jesus Christ. In the light of who Jesus is, how are you going to respond? He says, on one hand, there are some who are going to reject him, who are going to deny him, who are going to harden their hearts towards him, who are going to be filled with unbelief to the very end. On the other hand, there will be those who will be receptive of him who would open up their hearts in faith to him. So we'll just examine these two options that has to do with the witness of Jesus Christ. First option has to do with negative response. It has to do with unbelief and, and denial. Okay? 부정적인 그 반응을 우리가 한번 먼저 보도록 하겠습니다. 불신과 부인에 관한 텍스트인데요. 9절부터 11절 함께 읽겠습니다. 참빛. 곧 세상에 와서 각 사람에게 비추는 빛이 있었나니 그가 세상에 계셨으며 세상은 그로 말미암아 지은 바 되었으되 세상이 그를 알지 못하였고 자기 땅에 오매 자기 백성이 영접하지 아니하였으나 You know, every time I read this, especially in English, I don't know why because maybe the English is my um, primary language because I grew up with English most of my uh, teen years and in, in my early twenties and thirties, um, but when I read this text, I feel like this is such a such a poignant text. That is, it's, it's got feelings, it's got ethos, and I, I, I sense sorrow and maybe even something very tragic about what John is saying. 한번 제가 읽어볼까요? 시인은 아니지만 시인같이 한번 읽어볼까요? You know, I get really sad when I read this. It's, the true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world. And though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. How sad! 온 세상이 그분의 것이었는데, 그분에게 속한 것들이 그분이 누군지도 알아보지 못하고 그분을 전혀 영접하지 않고 그분을 부인해버리는 거예요. Have you ever experienced that? You will when you become parents. And maybe not blatantly, but occasionally your children might rebel against you and almost treat you like Secondary, even compared to their friends and other people, and I know what I'm going to go through when, you know, one of my daughters says, "I got this boy. He's my new man now. Dad, your old shadow. This is the man who, upon whom the light of glory shines." But I'm your dad. I raised you. I spent thousands of, hundreds of thousands of dollars on you. He hasn't spent anything on you. <laughs> and he's just plucking you up. I've invested in you. i protected you. I laid my, down my life for you. But you don't even acknowledge me. You don't receive me anymore. How sad that is. This text reminds me of another text that we see in the other Gospels. And we see it in also in Matthew, but here in Luke. Uh, Shall I read this once again as a sad, sorrowful poet? Jesus says, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, you who killed the prophets and stoned those who sent to you, how often I have longed to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings and you were not willing. 얼마나 얼마나 This is the story of the Jewish people. As much as I respect and honor Jewish people and I know that they're chosen people, one day they're going to acknowledge the Messiah and one day, they're going to know the true way to salvation. But 2,000 years ago, they rejected Jesus. Their leadership rejected Jesus. Their religious rulers rejected Jesus. Their hearts hardened toward Jesus, and they, they opposed Jesus. They considered Jesus as a heretic. They conspired against Jesus and got the Romans to crucify them Him. This is what Jesus, this is what John is talking about. Of course, the whole world rejected God, their creator, but the Jewish people, they rejected the promised Messiah when he came on the scene, came into their region, came into their lives when he became one of them, they rejected him. How sad. How sad. Can you also sense that what we do in the light of the witness or the testimony of Jesus Christ, he is the light and we have this kind of attitude. Can you pretty much sense that There's no extra judgment that's necessary. This is judgment. This is selfish judgment. We will judge ourselves simply because of our attitude towards Jesus. Now let's look at the positive response. Positive response is that of faith and acceptance. 긍정적인 반응이 있습니다. 그것은 오직 믿음과 영접함으로 Let's read this. together. Verses twelve and thirteen. "영접하는 자곧그 이름을 믿는 자들에게는 하나님의 자녀가 되는 권세를 주셨으니." Obviously, there were some people. Maybe not the majority, but there was a minority of people like the twelve disciples, like the seventy disciples, like hundred twenty, like five hundred who witnessed the. Uh, Resurrected Lord, like the early church, initially they were all Jews. But most of the Jewish leadership denied the Lord, while the common people were drawn to the Lord. In English, he says, yet to all who did receive him and to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Here, it's very important to understand, to believe something means going all the way to a point of receiving that person. You don't believe simply with your head, simply with a good heart that says, yeah, I would agree with that, amen to that. That's not enough. 여기에 필요한 것은 personal reception or acceptance of that person. 그분을 인격적으로 영접을 해야 되는 거예요. personally. 영접을 해야 되는 거예요. 그렇기 때문에 예수님에 대해서 우리가 교리를 알고, 뭐 신학을 알고, 뭐 교육을 받고 해서 구원받는 것이 아닙니다. 우리가 구원을 받을 때는요. 주님을 머리로만 하는 것이 아니라 말로만 우리가 시인하는 것이 아니라 우리가 우리의 마음에서 그분을 personally 영접을 해야 돼요. We must accept him. We must receive him. And if we do, Apostle John says He gave us the right to become children of God. 우리가 하나님의 자녀가 될수 있는 we have the right. We, we can claim that. We become children of God. Verse 13 says, Children born not of natural descent. What is this talking about? It's talking about lineage. The Jews. Simply because your, your Jewish descent does not qualify you to be a child of God. Nor of human decision or human will just because you try so hard to abide by the law and try to be a good person, that will not get you to be a child of God. You cannot be transformed into a child of God simply by being of good lineage and doing good works. And finally, a husband's will. And this has to do with birth. You know, Your parents decided that, I want you to be a, such a great kid. I want, you're a pastor's kid. You're a missionary's kid. So, so be it. You are God's kid. No, God's kid does not happen simply because they received the honor that the parents bestow upon them. Then how do we become children of God? Very simple. Born of God. We have to be born of God. 하나님 안에서 우리가 새로 태어나야 되는 거예요. And now, of course, this is just a prelude, so we just get a little glimpse as to what he's talking about. But when we get to chapter 3, where the whole theme of being born again, spiritually being born again, is addressed, then you will have a clear sight as to what this is about. So how can we be born again? Just a concluding statement here. We become born again through Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ gives us the right, based upon what He did on the cross for us, to become the children of God. What is the identity of Jesus Christ? What is the identity of Jesus Christ? Apostolos? you? Savior? Is that his identity? Do you know what Jesus' identity is? Son of God. Sonia, Adel. Out of all the titers, only the son is his identity title. And Therefore, only through the Son can we have the possibility of having a new identity as the children of God, becoming sons and daughters of God. Only through Jesus Christ. And second, when John says you must must receive Him, you must believe in Him, what he's also saying is that you must receive His Spirit of sonship. His spirit is what's going to make you and me into sons and daughters of God. 그 Spirit을 못 받으면 우리가 번의 개인이 될 수가 없어요. 왜냐면 이것은 영적인 리얼리티기 때문에 내가 율법적으로 모세 잘해 갖고 하나님한테 잘 보여 갖고 하나님 나를 좀 아들로 인정해 주세요. 어림도 없습니다. 어, 네. 우리 우리 집안이 이런 집안인데 우리가 얼만큼 하나님을 섬겼습니까? Because you cannot become a child of God through heritage nor by your good works nor by special favor of your parents nor because you have you know, three or four generations of Christians before you. None of them add up to you becoming a child of God because you become a child of God organically that is spiritually speaking you must be born again. And to be born again, once again, is to totally commit yourself to Jesus Christ who has the identity as the Son of God. Receive His Spirit who is the Spirit of sonship. Then you can enter into this relationship with God as your Father. Amen. At the very beginning of this message, I talked about us becoming witness uh, of the Lord Jesus Christ. But before we talk about becoming a witness or becoming his agent, becoming his servant, becoming his instrument to do something for him, most important thing is becoming his child. You know, I had for many years a real sense of identity crisis because I thought I was a servant of God. I thought I was called to be a pastor and evangelist. I'm a servant of God. I'm I'm a messenger of God. But then, what I realized was that was not my identity. My identity was simply to be a child. A son. 내가 아들로서 자녀로서 하나님의 자녀로서 이제 그의 사명을 받고 내가 그의 일을 할 때는요 바른 파운데이션 위에 세워나가는 거예요 거꾸로 되잖아요 guess what's going to happen you're not sure you're a child or not you're not sure you have the favor of the father or not and you're trying to work as a servant you're going to always feel like a servant and you're going to feel like the older brother of the prodigal son. He said, I've been slaving away for you. How come you're not crediting me? How come you don't reward me? That's the attitude of a servant. But even a prodigal who was really bad, who's done lots of wrong things, can come back as a son. That's the important thing. That's the right foundation. That's what John is trying to establish here. The right foundation of sonship and daughtership. Becoming a child is more important than having a call or having a commission or doing some great works for God. Because this is the foundation upon which all your works for the kingdom of God will be established. Amen. Amen? Let us pray. Heavenly Father, today in this prelude, we realize that the greatest foundation that we can possibly establish as human beings created in the image of God is to realize our sonship and daughtership in the kingdom. That we are simply children born of the Spirit of God. Children who have received the spirit of adoption in the name of Jesus. That becomes our foundation. That becomes our identity. Lord, deliver us. If we are trying to become more secure by doing something great for the kingdom or trying to serve more or produce more, that can be taxing. That will not lead to true freedom and delight. Our true sense of esteem can only come when we realize who we are in Christ. That we are born-again children of God. Teach us to know this, Lord. In the coming days, if we're not sure about this, through the study of John's Gospel, we will reestablish the foundation of being born-again through Jesus Christ. So that we may call you, God, our Father. Abba. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now, would you all stand and receive the benediction? And may you all throughout this week truly meditate on the question of identity, of who you really are before the sight of God. And I want you to know, based upon what we have studied today, that your foundational and fundamental identity is none other than a child of God. Be completely satisfied with that. Be completely grounded in that. Because if you're deeply rooted in that understanding, everything else will flow out of it. Your servanthood, your stewardship, your kingdom ministries, all will flow out of that. But you cannot substitute that foundation as a child of God with anything else. You can't replace it. You can't compensate for it. You must be sure that you are a child of God. And that certainty can only come when you're grounded in Jesus because he's the only one who is so sure of his sonship that he wants to impart that kind of spirit to us, spirit of sonship and daughtership. And he's the only one who can endow us with the spirit of sonship and daughtership. And when you become aware of the presence of the spirit who dwells inside of you as the one who teaches you how to call God your father, Abba, Abba, then you'll have the inner witness of the Holy Spirit who says, you are a child of God then you will be secure. You will, never, you will not have to compare yourself with anybody anymore. You don't need to compete for anything anymore. You will be totally satisfied that God the Father approves of you. He loves you unconditionally. He's for you, not against you. So now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make His face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord turn His countenance towards you, the Father's face radiating towards you. And may you realize how favored you are and blessed you are. So go forth with tremendous sense of confidence and conviction into this world to be the witnesses of the light of the Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.